You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, unknown actors with me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And for the last 13 years, I've been taking unknown actors with blank CVs all the way to Netflix dramas, Amazon Prime films, TV soaps and stage plays around the world. And every week I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid working unstoppable actor because you 1,000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready to dive into the episode? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. We are going to be taking a look into how you can unleash your most captivating performances. One of the biggest things I get asked about is how do I connect more to the emotional life of the character? How do I connect more to the character? And when we can accomplish both of those things, of course, we are going to create our most captivating performances. But what I'm going to share with you is a little bit different and it's potentially something that you might not have been expecting me to share. And I speak about this a lot with my students. And that is that you need to make acting your life. You've got to make your craft your life. Some people don't understand what the craft is. The craft is your technique. It's the set of exercises that you use and to become really good at your craft and a master of your craft, it means practicing, 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 practicing. Repetition is the mother of success. The more you practice, the more you're going to improve, the better you'll get. Whatever you practice, you get good at. So you have to make your craft your life. Your craft has to be deeply embedded in your DNA. It has to be in your biology. It has to ooze out of you so you can be a self-sufficient actor. And a self-sufficient actor is one who can stand on their own two feet in auditions, in productions. You can stand on your own two feet and you can overcome the common acting challenges. And, And the common acting challenges are really struggling to connect. That's what they are. And that feeds into what's going on in your mind, what's going on. Um, in your body, tension-wise, emotionally. But if you can master your craft, and of course there is the adage out there that it takes 10,000 hours and there is evidence on this, there are studies that have been done around this that it takes 10,000 hours to master your craft. Well, how can you speed that up? How can you speed that up? So let me tell you what acting is about before I tell you how you can speed that up. Acting is about active listening, Empathy, vulnerability, understanding the human condition, being in the moment, imagination, relaxing, filling up your well. Okay? So, how can you practice your craft and embed it into your DNA much, much quicker? Firstly, I think if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, I think you know what I'm going to say. You should absolutely be getting training from an acting coach. Absolutely. There's just no two ways around that. You've got to do that because you have to get that essential feedback. You have to get that guidance. You have to learn new exercises. Just a cheeky little plug here. If you want to test the waters with me and see if I'm the right acting coach for you, then I encourage you to download the Method Actors Handbook when you've listened to this episode. It's free. Don't need to pay anything for it. I'll email it to you and it is full of practical exercises. So here's the second part to this. Alongside getting training, you need to make acting your life. I've already said this earlier on. And all of the above 
that list that I read out, active listening, empathy, vulnerability, understanding the human condition, being in the moment, imagination, relaxation, filling up your well. Every single one of those things you can practice away from your classes and professional training. And I encourage you to do that. In fact, I implore you to do that. You have to be practicing your craft day in, day out, away from classes, away from auditions, away from productions. You have to make acting your life. I've said it three times now. So let's dive into this list then. Active listening. This is a massive problem that I see in actors. They get themselves in a little bubble. They just respond in a manner in which they've practiced saying their lines, which is not active listening. So obviously you need to be going through that in class with your acting coach, in your training. I would love that to be me, but obviously there's plenty of acting coaches out there because we can give you exercises that will help you learn how to develop those listening skills, but you can also do this out in day-to-day life as well. So when you're in conversations with people, whether it be at a coffee shop, whether it be when you're buying something from the supermarket, whether it be with your friends, your family, that randomer at the bus stop, whoever it is, catch yourself when you are drifting. So when your awareness is drifting away, catch it, quick sharp, put the focus back on the person you are talking to or who is talking to you. That is how you practice active listening. Look in their eyes. So don't just hear the words that they're saying, hear the tone in which they're speaking. Look in their eyes, see what is going on because the eyes are the gateway to the soul. See what's going on in their soul. See what is going on in their internal world behind their eyes. That's the first thing you can practice in your day-to-day life. The next thing on the list is empathy. It is absolutely crucial that that muscle of empathy is built because when you can develop your empathy skills, it bleeds through into character work. You'll approach characters without judgment and you will know what it is like to be in their shoes. So when someone's telling you a story, wherever this may be, this is in your day-to-day life, this is away from classes, away from productions, even though obviously when we're on set or in rehearsals, directors and crew members and other cast members, we love telling stories because, you know, we're creatives, aren't we? But so it could be in that setting or it could be completely away from acting. But when someone is telling you a story, put yourself in their shoes. Allow yourself to go on that journey with them. Allow yourself to be affected by what they say because to be the sublime actor, you have to be affectable. Affectable to the character that you're playing, affected by them, sorry, and affected by your scene partner. Next on the list is vulnerability. Acting is all about vulnerability. And this is a scary one for many, a very, very scary one because vulnerability means we have to open up. And when we open up, we could be putting ourselves out there for criticism and rejection and judgment. However, vulnerability creates connection. Vulnerability is one of your most powerful tools as an actor. Christopher Walken said, emotions are like lightning rods. They're what connect the audience to the actor. And he's absolutely correct. But you can only get genuine, authentic emotion if you are willing to be vulnerable. When you are vulnerable, you will resonate or what you say will resonate with the person that you're speaking to and they will connect with you on such a deep level that they only have respect for you not judgment not rejection not criticism because it takes bravery to be vulnerable so here's what I challenge you to do 
open up in real life. I'm not saying you have to share your life story, warts and all, with every person that you come into contact with. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But start stretching the parameters of your comfort zone. Start opening up in real life, just little steps at a time. I started doing this with my friends last year. I decided I'm going to tell my friends every, well, maybe not every single day, but regularly that I love them. It's not something that I've been conditioned to do. It's not something I've been taught to do. I wasn't brought up in a family that said they loved each other. So that was a little bit scary for me because showing that love for a friend could make a friend feel a bit icky. But I thought, fuck it. And I did it anyway. So I started telling them I love them and it has only improved our relationships. And in fact, they tell me that they love me regularly as well. And it is lovely, so lovely to hear that. So, so lovely to hear that. And what that's paved the way for is more genuine authenticity in the friendships. And that's what happens when you can start creating vulnerability in your day-to-day life. You will start to create genuine, authentic relationships with people. And then that bleeds through into your acting. Because now you've practiced being vulnerable in day-to-day life, you're not frightened to be vulnerable on stage, on set, at an audition. And what you will do is generate genuine connection to the character, to your scene partners, to your audience members, but also to yourself. And that's where true authenticity comes from. It's only the ego that holds us back with vulnerability because the ego wants to keep us safe. The ego is not about being arrogant. Many people wrongly assume that's what ego is, but ego is actually about keeping you safe. And keeping you safe is stopping you from being vulnerable. So I saw this amazing quote, it was yesterday actually, on my Instagram stories, and I want to share it with you because I thought it encapsulated this absolutely perfectly. So somebody shared a quote about the ego, and it said, what threatens our ego liberates our heart. We are in the art of emotions and feelings. So vulnerability is definitely something that I would encourage you to be practicing in day-to-day life. I promise you now it will make you a much more captivating actor. Next on the list then is understanding the human condition. So how do we do that? We've got to understand because as well as being in the art of emotion, we're in the art of behaviour as well. I always say this all the time, acting is a visual art, people are always behaving. So to understand the human condition, we have to understand emotions and behaviour. So the best way to do this away from training is to people watch. Go and sit out in a coffee shop for an hour. People watch without judgment, without criticism of how people are behaving and how they're talking, without projecting your stuff onto them. Just watch from a completely neutral place. You will start to understand the human condition very quickly. And you can also read plays. I highly encourage you to read plays, not TV scripts, not film scripts, plays. Plays are very dense, very well written. Playwrights such as Shakespeare, you might not feel like Shakespeare is your thing, but Shakespeare is very good about writing the human condition. Chekhov, very, very good to read, very good for delving into the human condition. David Hare, all these playwrights are brilliant for learning about the human condition. So read plays and go out and people watch. We've got being in the moment as well. Being in the moment is so, so important. So many actors struggle with this. This is one of the biggest acting challenges I see because when you're not in the moment, you're in your head. When you're in your head, you're not in the character. How can you practice this in day-to-day life then? Go out in nature. Go and take a walk and practice being present with all five senses. Take in 
the smells of where you are, taking what you can see, all the details, taking what you can feel physically, not just your emotions, but maybe your emotions as well. Can you taste anything? Get out in nature because nature is very full and dense and rich with lots of different sensory elements. So go out in nature. When you can practice being in the moment and being present, again, this will bleed through into your acting work. You will find it much easier to be present in scenes, much easier to be present with your scene partner, much easier to be present in your audition rather than talking yourself out of the audition and telling yourself that you're crap and are you good enough and have you got this right and oh my God, are you going to connect to it? Do you know the lines? No, none of that serves you as an artist. Keep practising that, you'll get better at that, you'll find you won't get many roles. But practice going out in nature and being in the moment, not only is it really good for your nervous system and your well-being, but it's also good for the craft of acting. We've got imagination as well. Imagination is so important, that's next on the list. So how can you develop your imagination? If you've got children in your family or among your friends, allow yourself to delve into their imaginative worlds, immerse in their games with them. I've got a three-year-old nephew, I adore spending time with him. If he's splashing in puddles, I'm splashing in puddles with him. If my nieces and nephews are telling stories, I'm telling stories with them. If they want to play monsters, I'm playing monsters with them because that allows me to re-engage with my inner child and my imagination and we need a pure imagination as an actor. But what's happened as we've grown up is we've been conditioned. We've been conditioned out of our imagination and to be cerebral and logical and rational and to behave in a particular way and behave to how society says we should behave and their expectations. Children are the best teachers of imagination. So go and throw yourself amongst the children in your family or your friends because they will teach you to lose your inhibitions because children don't have inhibitions. They've got their pure imagination and it is so enjoyable to play cooking with them or monsters with them or splashing in puddles, whatever it is. My nephew also likes um, throwing stones in the dams that we go walking around. So I do it with him and it is so much fun. And that really reminds me again to be in the moment which has been one of the other points on our list. We've also got relaxation. Relaxation is so, so important. When you're not truly connecting to a role, you'll be tense. It might be physical tension. It might be mental tension. It might be emotional tension. It might be energetic tension, spiritual tension, whatever it is. There's lots of different variables with tension. But for you to truly access your imagination and be in the moment and be vulnerable and listen actively, it all starts with relaxation. You've got to be relaxed. My students who train with me, they have to do the method chair relaxation every single day for a minimum of 15 minutes. That's non-negotiable. They have to do that. It serves them really well. But there are other ways to relax as well. Are you relaxing in front of the TV? Not just mindlessly binging things and thinking about other things and having your to-do list on your mind. Like, are you relaxing doing that? Are you relaxing doing something creative like painting? I've recently started painting again and it allows me to develop my imagination, be creative and relax. Are you relaxing by reading a book? Are you relaxing by cooking a nice meal? There are many different ways that you can relax, but you've got to start bringing relaxation into your day-to-day life so you can start to learn what it truly feels like to be relaxed so then you can replicate that feeling on stage, at auditions, on set. And then finally, we've got on our list, filling up your well. What do I mean by that? I mean, living, like truly, truly living. 
having lots of different experiences because a well-lived life allows you to lend your experiences to the characters. So in your day-to-day life, make sure you're trying new things. It doesn't have to be a cruise around the world or backpacking to Thailand. Like, it doesn't have to be big things. It's not all or nothing. But start saying yes to the things that you would normally say no to. Get yourself out of your comfort zone. And that could be anything. Maybe it's taking up a new class. Maybe it's hanging out with people that you don't normally hang out with. Maybe it's going on a run. I don't know. There's lots of different ways that you can fill up your well. But start trying new things because, well, firstly, you're going to live a rich life for you, first and foremost. But then secondly, you are becoming a rich artist. You are creating a tapestry within you that you can tap into things. You'll have more things to offer to characters. You'll be able to connect to characters easier because you've lived a full life. So that is your list. When you start implementing these things in day-to-day life, you nourish yourself, you fill yourself up as an actor, you become a rich artist. Combine this with professional training as well. You will become a very, very, very exciting actor you will be able to unleash your most captivating performances. I hope this has been useful, inspiring, insightful. If you want to test out me as your acting coach, go and download the Method Actors Handbook. It's in the link. You just click the link. Tell me which email you want it to send it to. I'll send it straight away. It's full of practical exercises. All you need to do, go and find a script somewhere, download one off Google, get one a script from a monologue book or find a play, test out the exercises with that. And then obviously, if you enjoy what I've shared in the Method Actors Handbook, perhaps you could then move on and try the Method Actors Circle and let me coach you hands on. Either way, I'll see you in the next episode. I've absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you found this episode inspiring. If you have, please do rate the podcast and hit follow so you never miss an episode and I can help more actors like you. And come and join one of the most supportive, uplifting acting communities on socials, the Unstoppable Actors Facebook group, where you'll get your weekly injection of inspiration, networking and receive your free Method Actors Handbook so you can become an unstoppable actor.